Hello, and welcome to the Conscious Expander Experience. My name is Michaela, and I am your host. I have been on a journey of conscious healing and expansion for four years. Now I have created this podcast as a place for you to tune into in order to bring you back to the present moment, inspire you on your healing journey, and expand your life using radical mindset shifts. I spent years running, running after money, career success, and ultimately running away from God and the spirit within me. The work I bring to you today is derived from all of the above, my connection to God, his spirit within me, and my drive to live the purposeful life designed for me. Let's get into this week's episode. All right. Hello, Conscious Expanders. I have such a beautiful guest to share with you today. Um, I have my dear friend, Kelsey. She is the owner of the brand Cosmic Kelsey. She has so many um, like beautiful and unique gifts. And you know, with the intention of these interviews, these episodes that I've been putting out recently is really to showcase is really showcase um, really spirit-led entrepreneurs, like people that are in the world right now, just using their God-given gifts in service to the collective. Um, and I can just attest to Kelsey, her energy, her work, just so um, pure, just divine is the only word for it. So Kelsey, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. I'm sitting here like smiling, like bursting, smiling ear to ear right now. I know you can't see me, but I'm like, God. I'm so happy to be here. Um, yes, name's Kelsey. Uh, my brand is Cosmic Kelsey. Um, do you want me to drop my website? <laughs> I don't have Instagram anymore, so I can't. I can't say I'm Cosmic Kelsey on Instagram, but my website's CosmicKelsey.com, um, and that's really where I'm. I'm leading from now. But uh, but yeah, I'm just so happy to be here. I'm so happy to jam with you today. Yeah, and, and love you. I was checking out your website before we got on this call because yeah, when you were, you said you were transferring like off Instagram, I was like, this is it right here though. Like your website yeah. is beautiful. <laughs> like it's like all encompassing. So that's great. Yeah. yeah, and I've been enjoying the blogging. So I think I'm going to, once I take, once I finish my little like breather, I'm going to start blogging again on there because that's kind of how I'd rather write than like real. <laughs> real. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I would love for you to kind of give us a little um, backstory of you and really how you got into this work. I guess like how you sort of uncovered your gifts and yeah. how you kind of like, I guess a short version, because I know from experience, it's like a journey, but um, yeah. Yeah, like how you uncovered your gifts and how you kind of like harnessed it into this brand that you've got now that's impacted so many people already. Okay, yeah. Um, I guess the first thing is I always kind of felt different. I always felt very like, like nobody else was like me and I had a really hard time fitting in growing up. Also was like abnormally interested in ghosts and magic. <laughs> so it doesn't, it kind of all adds up now, but um I lost my brother in 2017 and that was such a shattering experience for me. I know you know this feeling, Michaela, mm -hmm. of just like, 
I felt like I was outside of my body. It was the strangest feeling. And it was like, I was suddenly aware of every thought, every feeling. And it felt like the world could see me. It's like, I couldn't hide anymore. And that led me to kind of diving into this path of the metaphysical world. Cause I could also in this aware state, I also felt him. I felt my brother in ways I can't explain in ways I can, such as like animals. Um, there was a hawk that was constantly sitting outside of my apartment at the time and actually like flew in front of my car this one day where I was crying that I hadn't seen it, like literally like wings spread flew across the front of my car. Um, and so I just started diving into all things metaphysical and meditation was a big thing for me at the time. And I remember this one day I was doing this meditation and I suddenly felt this rush of like, I could see it. I could feel it. It was like this hot pink energy. I felt it all through my body. I was weeping. It was this feeling of love. Like I had never felt before. And suddenly my, it's like my hands turned on my hands were on fire. Like I can't even describe, like I was literally running them under cold water after this meditation. And I just had this knowing is all I can explain it as I had this knowing that I was supposed to do something with it. Like I called it sending energy. And I was like having my friends come over to my house so I could quote unquote, send energy to them. But I just knew it was this loving energy that I was supposed to share with people. And I was supposed to help people connect that same unconditional love that I had experienced. And that led me to um, finding a mentor who taught me about Reiki, started taking Reiki courses and Reiki was kind of, I joke that Reiki was like my gateway drug <laughs> because that just, I'm a Reiki master now, but that just opened me up to all these other healing modalities, uh, angelic healing modalities, working with the archangels, the ascended masters. And that's really where I kind of draw the energy from now. Obviously it's all from source, but um, I work really heavily with the ascended masters and the archangels now. So that's where I am. Um, and that kind of exploded into um, helping people through mentorships, spiritually led mentorships, healing led mentorships, um, serving the collective, the community with guided meditations online, which I'm hoping to branch more into in person in the future. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of my, my, my little condensed soup story. <laughs> yeah, that was, oh, that was beautiful. I've never heard that of um, your experience, like how you, I, that was just like so beautiful with, you know, with the experience and the feeling like your hands turning on. I love the way that you put that, especially yeah. because, um, yeah, for everyone listening, like I've experienced Kelsey's work in um, her guided meditations and we did healings on each other. And really it was when I was still working on my certification for healing. And I think, yeah, yeah. You, I think you had already finished a couple and yeah that first like working on each other really like it, I feel like exploded my awareness to how powerful this work is because I remember there were like a few instances where like we didn't speak the entire time in the healing but we both just knew what each other was doing because mm -hmm. we were just like tapped into you know like the energetic field together like we were really just I don't, I don't know how to put it but like I just remember you know 
doing the healing on you. And then afterwards you being like, were you doing this? And then, yeah, me feeling exactly what you were doing with no words, like, you know, eyes closed, like having no like awareness of like what each other was like physically doing. We just knew. So it just really like opened my mind, like opened my awareness to really how powerful this work was. It was like, I don't know if you know this, but like that was just really impactful for me, like our sessions together. Yeah, it was, it was the same for me. I, I feel like there was a lot of fear still in me around, um, like, am I doing this right? <laughs> Which is like such a funny thing now. Cause I feel like I've kind of strayed from, or maybe not strayed so much, but I've made the, what I've learned my own and like found my own, maybe it's a better way of saying it. I found my own way through the traditional teachings where like, okay, this is how it was taught, but like, this is how I receive it, or this is how I perceive it. And so that was one of the first times that I really got to trust myself in a space that was safe. And I didn't have to worry about like someone thinking that I was a crazy human. <laughs> mm-hmm. so it was really expansive for me too. Yeah. I, and I noticed on your website, you have like so many healing certifications now. Um, but yeah, I'm certified in golden light healing. And I had stepped into that as well of just kind of making it my own, just yeah. because you really, um, yeah, just like tap into the energetic field and start working with it. You're like, this is so all encompassing. Like yeah. you really can't. Um, yeah. I just remember because like, I, you know, Reiki is like healing with touch, but the certification that I was certified with, it was like golden light healing. So it was like really no touch required. But I remember like doing healings on my boyfriend and like my friends and stuff like that. I'm like, I may touch you. I may not touch you. No, I really don't know. <laughs> I think so you say like, that still every time. I'm like, I might touch you. I might not. And I never know until, cause you don't, you don't know what, what's going to happen really till you start the work and, 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 allow yourself to be led and guided by spirit. Cause that's what this is. Mm-hmm. We're just the, we're just the facilitators. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My friend Holly, she was like my, she loved like just allowing me to do healings on her and just like practice my work and things. But she was like, when I would be like, one time I remember just like touching her feet, like really like working in her feet, like with my hands, like I have no idea what I was doing, but just like what I was called to do. And then afterwards, she's like telling me how she had had like pain in that specific foot. And, but it was just like, I'm so grateful that I allowed myself to just like surrender to the process and not be like, okay, these are my steps one through this. This is, this is the way to do it because it really opens up like, yeah, a whole new method of healing, like avenue of healing for each person. Yeah. And it unlocks your specific gifts to be able to do it the way that you're called to do it, which is where the true magic lies anyway. Mm. Mm. Did I lose you, Michaela? pure like your your pure connection to source that allows you to like channel these meditations through um but yeah I was looking at your website and you have quite a few guided meditations there offered uh, yeah sorry what was your question um I just well I really just wanted to 
I guess I wanted to speak to just your guided meditations and your like ability to channel that information for me. Like, I feel like it's really just like attributed to your um, just absolute like pure connection to source. But um, I guess like what, what, what do you have to say about, um, cause I know that you're hoping to like bring those back. So what is your vision for those? Uh, yeah, I think it's been, it's been kind of like a, um, I think with, you know, with Instagram, it became, I try, I tried very hard to like serve what people needed. And that kind of got me a little bit away from the pureness of it that you mentioned. And that's really what they are. It's this kind of pure channeled energy. So sometimes there's healing involved and well, I think there's always healing involved. Um, anytime you're, you're channeling the divine, there's healing involved. So I think with stepping away from Instagram, I just really wanted to feel into what I wanted to share and what I wanted to give. And, and that to me is really the, yeah, that pure channel of, I, it it always lands like the day before the, the message or what I'm supposed to be speaking around. It usually lands the day before or the night before And I know that that's the message that I'm supposed to be speaking to and the healing that I'm supposed to be offering to people. And that's really what I want to bring back is that, that pure channel. And then the healing that just like, it it just ignites in me and starts to flow through me that I can then offer people in that container. Because as you, as you know, we're, we're online, but we're not separate it's like, it's the same as if we're in a room together, like we're sitting in a circle together. So everyone can receive that healing and feel that energy as if we're together in the same space. So that's really what I'm looking forward to starting again and and bringing to people is that, that connection and that, that energy that just, you can feel it. Yeah. I can, yeah, I cannot recommend enough your guided meditations. If you're um, somebody listening that's new to meditation or just kind of like interested in meditation or really um, if you just want to time out like <laughs> if you just want a like relaxing what are they 30 minutes an hour what were the yeah there's some varied there's some varied ones that are already on my website but usually about 30 minutes is where they tend to land mm-hmm. yeah that's so beautiful. Um, for your recommendation. <laughs> yeah. And I want to circle back just to, um, what, what did you say? What did you call it when you were first started out, like sending energy when it came to like the yeah. energy? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I just was thinking about that yesterday about how like powerful that work is. Cause I, um, just did another interview like earlier this week and, um, she does like healing circles and she wants to like really put together more like healing circles where, you know, you get people in a group and kind of like direct your energy to specifically healing one person, but like, you know, in a group setting. So like, yeah, just imagine how powerful that would be. But I was just thinking like, it is so much like, for just for those listening who may not like have experienced this work before anything, like, you know, um, when you're like in public or something and you can like feel somebody staring at you, like you don't even have to have your eyes open. Like you don't have to be looking in their direction, but you can feel them staring at you like they're directing their energy towards you and you can physically feel it like and that's just such that's like you know a very like physical just like silly way to think about it but like that is like I feel like I don't know like the gist 
that's kind of like the same concept behind this work. Like that's like a physical representation of like what, like, <laughs> like what energy healing can, can be, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like proof that it, it really, like if someone can just like totally unintentionally cause you to feel something, imagine what can be done with pure loving, uh, source guided intention. Like, yeah. <laughs> like how crazy is that thought? And if, if you can't get into that, like, just like you said, knowing that you can like send your energy to somebody and, and feel it just in like a, a really minor setting, you, you have to, you know, that, that, that it works like it, we have so many examples in our life of like walking into a room and like, whoa, you can like tell someone just had a fight or had an argument. Like we're sensing energy all the time, but no one ever taught us or really like, we didn't go to school for this. <laughs> there was no class in school, no teacher really for most of us saying, this is how you sense energy. This is how you like, no one nurtured our channels. So of course we're mostly just unaware that we are constantly doing it yeah we're yeah just taking on more like societal conditioning then that's why I'm like super excited to just raise my little baby with this awareness like with this knowledge like and we're I'm studying you know like Montessori for baby like Montessori for children and it's all about helping them develop a intrinsic sense of self so it even talks about like um not giving them so much praise because you don't want them you don't want them to learn to look for you for how to feel about their actions you want them to develop that from their self like how to feel about the way that they show up in the world I thought that was so powerful it's yeah I'm feeling that way um with my nephew and you know I used to be an elementary school teacher and so like the like praise and a's and you know, 97% or like the, like all those things just groom kids to crave being the best or being validated or being important. And I, I see that with my nephew now, as he's growing up, he's five now. And I could feel myself several times being like, good job. And instead of saying good job, I want to know what he thinks. I want to ask him questions. I want him to feel confident and share what he liked about what he did, or I want him to have his ownership of it. So yeah, I think you're doing something really incredible and really beautiful with that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's so fun. Um, so I would also, I know you're kind of in a transition now, but where are you, what is your vision for your you know, it doesn't actually have to be, you know, your work or your brand, just maybe like your life in general, like, where do you see like your vision for the next like five to 10 years, just because here on the um, conscious expander experience, we talk a lot about um, becoming aware of your thoughts, feelings, emotions, being able to, you know, shift these belief systems so you can expand your vision and expand your life. So I would love to see um, just where your vision is at right now. I'm all about that, Michaela. And I, I, w- I do want to share just real fast that the reason I'm here, the reason I'm in Alaska, and I don't think anyone really knows this, but I, you know, Danny and I built the house that we were living in. And I think I'd probably told you this, but 
like literally day one, we got in there, like put our stuff in there. And I was like, this ain't it. (laughs) And Danny was like, Kelsey, what the hell? Like we just built this house. It was like in the suburbs. It was beautiful, but it it wasn't it. And so I just started letting myself, um, cause I think there was still like a little drip line of like, what am I supposed to do? What should I do? That was kind of feeding me. And so I started letting myself like really dream in the journaling space. And I started writing down like really what I, what I saw for myself and I could not get over this house in the forest. (laughs) I just kept thinking about it and dreaming about it. And, oh my gosh, the moon circles I could hold and the company and the, the, the women that could come and, and share the space with me and what I could create here. And I just kept writing about it. And that was, that started in January, this past January. And in, I guess it was maybe late April, early May, Danny told me about this job that he had found. And I knew, I knew right then when he told me that he found a job in Alaska, I was like, we're moving to Alaska. And this home that I have now is this little house in the forest with this space to hold, to hold space for people. And that's really where I see myself going. I want to learn to live in communion with the land. I want to learn to live more intentionally and already that has been taking place. And so when you ask about my vision for my life, I, I really see myself learning how to make medicines and, and utilize what this beautiful land gives us. Cause there's so much, just all my property already that I found uh, on my land, on the land that I live on. I don't even know what to call it. Like properties feels weird. <laughs> and my land feels weird. Cause it's like, it's, it's the land of the, you know, it's this magical forest land, but there's already so much here that I can utilize. And I, I want to learn to live more in communion with it. And there's a lot of resources here for that. And then I, I feel like the shift from Instagram was pretty natural because I want to I want to share this work in person. I want to build a community and maybe give something to this community that has welcomed me that they don't have yet. I, I, from what I know, I don't think there are a lot of people practicing energy healing here. And so I want to offer that to people and create something that really holds and nurtures them through whatever it is that they're, they're going through. Cause I know how much I needed that. And I, I want to give people what I really needed that I didn't have. So I hope that answers your question. <laughs> yeah, that's so beautiful. And I just know you are going to find like, um, you're just going to call in really the most like beautiful community. Cause like, that's what this energy work does. Like, that's what we do as energetic beings. Like, like an example of that, one of the, um, when me and Austin first got together, we went to a little like vacation in the mountains and I had just booked couples massages from the Airbnb that we stayed with like they offered it and of course the massage therapist was also an energy healer (laughs) she gets there (laughs) yeah like she gets there and just like sees a palo santo and she's like yeah I know these are my people and so our like hour-long massages turned into like a three four like maybe five hour just like experience like with this woman just like massage and energy healing just Wow. Yeah. It was so beautiful, but I'm like, of course, like, of course she would be, of course she would be this energy healer. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you know, even you saying, of course, is like, we're, I found myself in so many instances here being like, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And I'm like, wait a second. Why am I saying that? Yes, I can. (laughs) I can believe it. And like, I've been, that's such a program to be like, I can't believe something like this could happen to me. But when you set yourself up for it, of course it can, you're creating that. So I'm, I'm trying to be mindful and aware of the times that I say, I can't believe it. And instead be like, of course, <laughs> of course. Cause yeah. this, yeah, this is so wild. Um, one of like, uh, my boyfriends in the past, it was so funny. We just like, almost like jokingly adopted, like everything just works out for us. Like, mm-hmm. I think maybe just like one thing happened one time and then it was just like all the time. Well, and everything just works out for us. Like, even when we were like, you know, like planning to do something, but like, it didn't work out or something, one of us would be like, eh, well, you know, just everything works out for us, like best case scenario. So yeah. we're just shift into something different. And then like, we would literally see how like, it would unfold before us, like how it would almost like happen without us even saying it. We would just look at each other and be like, see, it does. Like it just does. Yeah. And that's such a beautiful acknowledgement of God and how everything it does work out for us, even when it seems like it's not working, there's, there's some gift in it. There's some lesson in it. There's some pivot or push trying to happen. So yeah, I, I really do believe that it is always working. We just, we have to choose to see that it is. And, um, going back to when you said you had walked into the, the new house that you had built and then you were like, yeah, no, never mind. (laughs) Like how beautiful that you were in a space where you could just allow yourself to, and I mean, it may have taken some work after that, but like where you could hold space for yourself and be like, yeah, I'm a new person in every moment, you know, like every day, just allowing myself to like shift, evolve, knowing that like every decision you've made in the past was never a mistake like never anything that you did wrong but always leading you to like the next destination the next experience the next relationship the next opportunity Um, I think that's really beautiful yeah and and I've definitely been somebody in the past who has you know upheld the belief that I have to keep doing something for x amount of years or x amount of dollars or x amount of time like I really like I created these really strange rules <laughs> for myself that I'm still like, wait, even today, I'm like, that's a really weird rule that I like, do I really believe in that? Or did someone just tell me that that's the truth? And I just believed it for so long. So yeah, I, I don't believe we're ever stuck. And I don't believe we ever have to do something for just because we spent the money or just because, because we, yeah, like because you bought the food, if you don't like it, like what kind of message are you sending to the universe to continue to eat it? Like it's, it's just, um, I I think it's, it's important to acknowledge when something doesn't feel right and not push yourself to continue in that direction, just because you were told that you should. Mm -hmm. And like how much, how quicker and like easier your transition will be into what is meant for you. Like what does feel good for you when you don't spend the time, like beating yourself up about the decision that you made in the past. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. It, it, I think it, I think we've made it. We've 
we've made it normal that it's like super hard and crunchy and clunky and like uncomfortable, but I don't think it has to be. I think the, the normal, like our normal state is love. So love is ease and flow and, and joy and wonder. And can it be like that? And usually the answer is, yeah. yeah, I just have to put aside, I got to put aside some of the things that I've learned along the way and choose to see it in, in truth, which is love. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of just um, putting aside things that we learned, I shared this on Instagram today, but last night, I, and maybe I'll stop talking about my kid one day. I don't know. Um, but mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Um, last night I was laying in bed and I was just like, what if I've ruined my kid? Like, what if I've just ruined my child? Because he, so we bed share and we've literally bed shared since the day that he was born because yeah, we gave birth at home and then we were exhausted. We went, we labored for 14 hours on two hours of sleep. So we all just like, obviously crawled immediately into bed and then we've just been sharing a bed ever since. So now like, um, my son, like he, I, he he won't go to sleep without nursing, like cuddling mom and then falling asleep. Even if we give him a bottle and we like try to put him down on his own, like uh, he'll nurse for literally a minute and a half and then just pass out, like be asleep. And I'm like, we're just thinking about the fact that like I, my mom keeps my niece every Saturday night for my sister and her husband to have a date night. Like it's so beautiful. She loves it. That's always been her vision. Even before she had grandkids, she just wants to keep him every Saturday night. But I'm like, it will be so long, I feel like, before, like, I, I can't let him stay there and not nurse and then just cry himself to sleep. And I know my mom would, like, you know, nurture him through, like, all of his emotions. But, like, me as a mom, like, I cannot allow him to do that. And so I'm just laying in bed, like, I've just ruined my child because I'm never going to get a break at night for, like, the foreseeable future and, you know, this. But then I'm like, no, like, it. I realized that I literally just thought of that because of, like societal conditioning, but in all actuality, like how my child sleeps is the way he's biologically designed to sleep. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like as an infant, like with like their mom, like parents feeling like safe, feeling like comforted, like it's really goes against biological design to, um, you know, like sit your newborn or infant down so far away from you and then like walk away and expect them to be fine like independent like self-soothe like it's just honestly like I mean I know you know everybody has their different styles of parenting like anything that works for them but in all actuality like it that's what the way that my child sleeps is the way he's biologically designed to sleep that's the whole point of this story and I was really taking on the societal conditioning of like oh I've ruined him no actually I'm nurturing him (laughs) the the way that he's, you know, biologically designed to be nurtured. So. Yeah. And, and I think just to speak to that in my own experience, there's always a lot of push from my ego when I am expanding, there's always like, I have the greatest, um, at least what I've noticed with myself is I have the greatest, um, anxiety when I am growing beyond my, walls when I'm expanding beyond what people have told me I should do need to do I'm supposed to do I have the greatest anxiety because my ego wants me to go back within those walls where everything's familiar and everything's the version of safe that we were taught but that kind of safe doesn't even exist 
So I see you like expanding beyond what you've known. And of course, like, of course you're getting that kickback from your ego, wanting you to like run back into the norms and run back into like what all the commercials on TV show you. And <laughs> like, it makes so much sense because you're just expanding so much. Gosh. Yeah, you're right. I'm just thinking about like when I was pregnant and, you know, from the beginning we were planning a home birth, which is like pretty uncommon for like a, um, a new mom, like a first time mom. And then, yeah, in the state that I live in, you have to like absolutely jump through hoops to get a midwife. You have to like get approval from the OB and get a certain midwife that's approved by them. And then you could, it's just ridiculous. So we did it unassisted. And so me and Austin, when I was pregnant, we would just be like sitting on the couch in the evening sometimes. And we would just randomly be like, oh my gosh, can we do this? Are we sure we can do this? And it would just be like utter panic and anxiety. Like you said, like the ego, just like rearing. And then we would be like, okay, no, yeah, we can. Like, (laughs) we just like go back to the information, like go back to like, you know, our intention, like where, like what we, like we really felt like called to do with our son where we felt safest was best for us. But yeah, we felt that like, we would just be just chilling. And all of a sudden it would just like come up like crazy. Like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this. Are you sure we can do this? Like, oh no, we have to ground back down. (laughs) Wow. I hope you are celebrating yourself on like a regular basis that you expanded beyond those fears and, and continued on with what your heart wanted when the, when the fears were so real and the, the anxiety was so high. I hope you were celebrating yourself still every single day. Like every time you think about that, I hope you're celebrating yourself. Cause that is just insane. Like so beautiful that it's just like, wow. I I'm like, I'm just so in awe of you. I'm so happy. Thank you. Thank you. I definitely needed that. And it's something that I'm working on because yeah, I just feel like um, I'm really glad you said that because it is going to be something that I put more like intention to um, mm. going forward because I mean, birth was very hard. It was, it yeah. was obviously, yeah. it was extremely hard. <laughs> yeah. I pushed out a 10 pound baby in my bathtub. I had it, such bad like back labor. Yeah. yeah. I had to go to a chiropractor my whole like third trimester, like every two weeks because he was just so big and sitting in my back that it would literally like knock me out of alignment. I would be good for like a week and a half. And then yeah, right around that two week mark, I'd just be in excruciating pain again. So I had to like stay with the chiropractor and like birth was just so hard. I just experienced like so much physical pain, like such a wave of emotions. Like it was, I mean, <laughs> cause you know, before there's just no sort of like research preparing knowledge. I mean, I did all the reading research about like the physiological process for birth like I knew that everything I was experiencing was like you know birth by design like exactly what I was meant to be experiencing but like sometimes my mind went crazy girl like I'm not I'm not lying like I felt like and you know like Austin says I did so well and like Kinsey said I did so well but like I was like (laughs) kind of cuckoo sometimes so like there's a part of me that will, that will sit here and think like, oh, I feel like I could have handled that better. Like, I feel like I, I've, like, I felt like I would, I would have handled that better, but then yeah, there's just no sort of like anything that could prepare you for that at all. So I'm glad you said that because I do need to give myself more like praise and affirmation for being there. 
Yeah. And even just listening to you speak right now, I'm like, oh my gosh, like there's even more layers to celebrate. Like you're saying like, I had to go to the chiropractor the entire time, the third trimester, like you literally could have gone in and like gotten induced. Like there's so many things that you could, but you chose to like get adjustments and like continue on your path. Like there are so many things that you could have done that society makes. So it makes society makes it so easy to avoid pain. Like there are so many things you could have done and you chose to stay your path. Like, mm-hmm. holy shit, Michaela, you are like, you're amazing. Like you should definitely be celebrating yourself on the reg. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. In the process, it was funny. I'd be like, I just can't do this anymore. I can't do this. And then Kelsey, I kid you not like a minute and a half later, be like, oh yeah, I can do this. I can do this. It's fine. Yeah. But it was just so funny. Like just the flip-flop, just, I can't do this. I I'm, I just can't do this any longer. But then I would just cry. Cause I'm like, but I have no choice. Like I just knew, <laughs> yeah, I just knew the only way out was through. So I would be like, I can't do it. And they're like, but I don't have a choice. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, you were made for it. Literally. Yeah. Literally. So it was so amazing. Um, Gosh, <laughs> so I, I, I knew our conversation was going to be amazing, but I just, I really, um, I feel like I really needed that. Um, I'm so glad. Cause even, yeah, even hearing people, like I spoke a lot about like birth trauma before pregnancy and I had like my ideal birth. Like, I mean, I, cause I was kind of like submitting to whatever the experience was going to be. So I was not expecting the back labor, but um, I was just like submitting to the pain. I knew it was going to be painful, but I had like the ideal birth experience, like exactly what I envisioned. I mean, it, like exactly what I had planned for, but I still like, I mean, I've still got healing to do obviously because yeah, we're here and I'm like, Oh, you know, like I could have shown up better or like, maybe I could have, like, I've still got work to do around that. So, but this definitely, um, I feel like this conversation was healing for me or definitely gives me a pivot in the right direction to go. So I really appreciate, appreciate you being here. Oh, I'm so glad. And, and something that's landed for me recently is it, maybe it's not so much about like healing the thing and like making whatever the thing that we're trying to heal go away, but healing our treatment of whatever it is. And instead of trying so hard to make it go away, what if we, what if we loved and accepted and nourished ourselves in exactly what that place is or that behavior or that pattern? Like, what if we just met ourselves there? And maybe that's like, that's the real healing is not trying to get it to go away or trying to get ourselves to, to like, uh, let go or release, but to let ourselves love our, whatever part of us is continuing in that thought or that behavior or that pattern. Yes. Oh, that's so beautiful. Um, and just for our last question, like last takeaway, I would love to hear from you. Um, what does conscious living mean to you? Mm -hmm. I love that question so much. Conscious living to me is living with enough love and compassion for yourself to acknowledge the truth in every situation. And I think the truth is just, what do you feel? I think so often we miss 
we miss that because we're so caught up in the story. So maybe if I were to rephrase that, I would say conscious living is choosing to live in the feeling rather than the story. Yes. Yes. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, because I, I speak all the time about how I feel like our, um, our emotions and our feelings, they're speaking to us through us. And yeah. yeah, like you're right. We just are more caught up in the story of, you know, how we should be showing up or where we should be. Sometimes we ignore those or push them to the side or um, just do anything, distract, do anything other than experiencing or feeling those. But like you said, like conscious living is being aware and spending time in those. And I feel like that's really how you remain in your power and you're able to um yeah. I don't know, not really gain control, but just be able to shift out of that when you're ready. Like take that as information, move through it and then shift out into like your next level version, really. Yeah. Like how different would your life be if instead of being like, you did this and you did that, you were just like, I'm mad. <laughs> like, And you just let yourself be mad because I feel like so often what we're doing is we're escaping the mad or we're escaping the grief or the fear, whatever the emotion is for the sake of the story, for the sake of like, this happened, that happened. And now we're just in our thoughts. We're not experiencing really any of the feeling that we just have. We're actually moving away from it. Like that's where, that's where the real truth is. It's in what you feel. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can you repeat the first part of that one more time? We cut out, we cut out. Yeah. My internet is I feel like capping us out. Oh man. All right. Well, <laughs> I know you cut out one time too, where I was, where I was like, what was your question? <laughs> so it's like, I didn't hear that first part. I don't girl. I don't even remember what I, what I said. <laughs> Maybe the universe is like, and it's time. <laughs> it, yeah. I really like to keep episodes like 30, 45 minutes. Yeah. I think we're hitting that like 45 minute mark now. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, but Gosh, thank you so much. I know that this episode is going to be such a gift to those, um, to those listening and tuning in. Um, thank you for sharing your gifts here with us. Um, I will make sure to leave all your information, um, all your information now, your website. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, yeah, my one, my one information. <laughs> yeah, easy. Exactly. It's easy. You know exactly where to find Kelsey her website. And yeah, I just really encourage everyone listening to go take a look at her website and just scroll through just to put a face to the name and really just uh, get to know you on a deeper level. Such a gift. I'm so glad that I met you. Um, I'm so glad that we were roomies in Bali together. I, that feels like eons ago, doesn't it? Right. Isn't that insane? (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for having me today. I just love you and I love what you're doing for the world. It's so beautiful. So glad to be a part of it. Yeah, thank you. Any final takeaways? Any final words? I feel like I feel like we landed that pretty well. I'm going to leave it where it is. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, thank you to everyone listening. Thank you for, um, I know your energy is so valuable and to Kelsey as well. So thank you so much for um, spending it here, investing it with us today. Um, I am sending you so much love.